This podcast is a satirical podcast. Any information should be verified by you before being believed. Thank you and enjoy. This is the Piskoff Podcast with your host, Yusuf Goff. Right into that shit, yo. Before we learn liquor, form, choices, social credit, implementing the score. You poor, you caught decline at the store. The guys divided, divided, distracting us from the war. Sons and our daughters. This is more controlling the population, grenading impatient nation. Have you complacent and placing all your trust in government agents? Is what your well has written and done. It's no longer fiction and implemented a system that put us all in a prison. They want you eating in a pot Taking care of your body No religion Been worshipping government And not God Stuck for a while Yo, this is a good song Oh, what the hell? Right error I guess we'll find out And no more Keep on pulling and pushing Until we all end up wishing And now we can't take no more The sec Oh, it's not No right error Alright, good Dude, this song is good Ready? Y'all listen to this one they want us driving electric control everywhere you go They ain't riding with Biden and I ain't trusting Trudeau Matter of fact, these politicians WEF, WEF Calling your children, they don't want you having no knowledge They want us all in the prison Gender fusing the youth, their agenda is proof Don't trust trust these fact checkers, the family says are the truth How we overpopulated if our birth rate is shrinking Get, get, get six morals right down the sink All the freedoms you thought you had, they gone in the blink So you're under arrest, you had too much to think Ooh. I had to at least play to that part cause that's, And then they just do the a chorus again This song is called uh, Big Brother uh, featuring what's it gonna say? Featuring Tommy Vec- Vexed, like text but with a V, uh, and it's by High Res and only for the fans. And uh, you can find that on on Apple Music, probably Spotify, probably YouTube, the YouTubes. It's a pretty good song, man. That's why I'm still like faded out, but I didn't even like fade it all the way out yet because I'm gonna get demonetized, right? <laughs> Funny joke. But how you guys doing? I'll turn that off. How's everything? How are you you guys good? How how's your week been? It's been a it's been a weird it's been a weird week. It's not really been that bad. It's just been weird. Um Yeah, just been out of it. They, they they're saying they're saying the new strain of COVID's out. I or it's not it's the new strain of COVID is now like a little Wayne album. We all keep hearing it's coming out. Some people have probably even gotten a a copy or a song or two from the album early somehow, like the leaks. I remember uh, there was always somebody that had to have the album first. And almost everybody got the album before the album officially dropped somehow. It would always get leaked early. It was like the early 2000, maybe even the 2010s. Now that I'm thinking about it, I would say between it was definitely between high school and college. So I'd say between 06 and 16. Uh, and that gives me a couple years after college where that shit would just fall flying, dude. You just you downloaded a song. You get the whole album, bro. It's the good old days. But my point was like, yeah, it's if, if it's like covid, it's like, you know, some people they're getting the uh, 
it's like watching a new movie. Some people had to wait until that motherfucking shit came out on Netflix for everybody to get it. Y'all remember the, what was it, the Omicron virus? That strain that everyone finally got, like, during the holiday when everybody went away for Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever? And then surge in cases. It was, ah. Uh. Do you guys even get tested for that shit anymore? Does anybody? I would I would definitely keep getting tested if I could get, like, paid time off of work. But once they got rid of that, uh, no thank you. Bitch, wear a mask. That's what I tell him. Bitch, wear a mask. The lady Carla. I love Carla. She's an old lady. She gives me gifts at my work. She's the best. I call her an old lady just because she's... She calls herself an old lady. And with all due respect, she's up there in age. And uh, she has a daughter that is like immune compromised. So, and she's also really old. So when she wears a mask, I don't give her shit. I feel bad. That she has to wear it. So I try to minimize my conversation. Or I have my... I talk to her with my head facing at my desk. and Which is... She's behind me. She sits behind me. So I don't turn around to not give her any of that air. The possibly healing air that I'm always outside on a walk at work kind of air. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to kill her. But they keep on talking about a new strain. Because they want to get a new round of vaccines approved. And I was wondering... Didn't I say it on the podcast? I probably did. I was talking about how like these uh, these pharmaceutical companies recorded record-breaking profits, and how are they going to keep their tax their um, their what's it called um, stockholders? How are they going to keep them happy? How are they going to keep their stockholders happy? They just made record profits selling vaccines that was funded by the government, who was just printing money at the time. Still is. By just printing the money at the time. What are they going to do? They're going to get a new... Every year we're going to have one for at least a couple years until they figure out until Pfizer... And here's my guess now. And I really hope I'm wrong on this one. So I'm just guessing. Uh, my uh, source of information is logical guess. This is just a logical guess, right? Based on me at one point being able to like sift through, it was like 21 pages of side effects from the vaccine there was 21 pages of side effects and what i mean by that is 21 pages where side effects include nausea constipation diarrhea for 21 fucking page let's just go ahead and let's cut it down to seven let's say i'm somehow exaggerating and it's only seven pages that's seven pages of just heart palpitations this thing that thing this 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 thing and just lots and lots of things now, that being said, that gives them seven pages worth of medicine that they can now sell to people who have these things. Why are they not, first of all, they should have known there was going to cause heart problems. Why are they not already giving out heart medication by Pfizer and Moderna and Johnson and Johnson to help with all these heart problems? Because there's way too many people who are having heart problems and they're dying. Uh... It seems like there's no absolutely no correlation except possibly, let's see, 5G was released. I don't want to believe that one. The COVID vaccine was happening. You don't want to believe that one. What's something that we can all believe? Global warming. Global warming is making everybody's hearts stop working. Is that something we can all believe? Do we all believe that one? I don't know about that one. I don't know about that. 
it, unless, and here's a theory to now let's go ahead and you know how I like to do. I like to go ahead and argue for points I don't even believe in. Let's argue this point real quick. Okay. The climate did get better temporarily when everybody was locked away for, let's say, at least six months. At least for six months, most countries and most of the world, most people in most of those areas, even in our own country, for the most part. Yes, there were outliers. Yes. I call them the cool kids. But I was part of the nerds. I was scared. I was locked away. Didn't really even see my family. Barely saw my friends. Only did comedy the one time a week or two times a week, which was like the chance I would see all of my friends and uh, and coworkers and comedy and shit. But like we we weren't driving around a lot. And if if you were, if you noticed, there was a lot less people on the roads. Let's say it did make the environment better. Okay. Well, would everybody resuming it make it just worse or wouldn't it just keep going from the point? Were we just at the point right before COVID where people were just going to be passing out and dying? I don't know. But that's neither here nor there. It's already been like fucking nine minutes. I didn't even do anything other than ramble, right? We could talk about that. Later on, we'll talk about Obama's gay friend. We'll talk about how they're trying to grab land in Hawaii. Um, uh, I wrote 9-11, 22-year memorials tomorrow. I don't know if that's accurate because I'm bad at math. What did happen on September 11, 2001? So 2001 to 20. Oh, it's easy. Just take one off. We're in 2023, so it'd be 22 years. Yeah. And if my math is wrong, forgive me. If we're on the 23rd anniversary or the 19th, and fucking guys, you get it. It's been a long time since my life got changed. Uh, and you know what's crazy? You know, I did write that down, but I didn't write this down, and I'll mention it now. I've been seeing a lot when I because I drive a lot for comedy and work when I have to go to work and you'll see like these little billboards on the side of the highway. They were saying a couple weeks ago when the UFO disclosures came out, it's like uh, like it, it was either like driving the speed limit is shouldn't be an alien concept or wearing a seatbelt shouldn't be an alien concept. They they tried to make a pun off of the aliens. Now they're saying if you suspect terrorism. See something, say something kind of thing. What are they trying? Who? What? I haven't seen any. I haven't noticed anything. But now they're, that they're saying this shit, does that mean the Muslims, after 22 years, are going to be replaced by a new kind of terror suspect? Because I have some ideas. They're going to make them the radical whites, as they call them. You guys heard about these radical whites? They're pretty much just Republicans. That protest. So they, they do the thing that the liberals love to do, which is protest, but they're Republicans. So they're the next threat in America. From, from, from my sources, from my sources, say. I don't believe this because I'm a liberty goddamn And you know what? I'm convincing more people and more people and more people to become libertarian, but only three people. That's why I only said more three times, okay? So I'm getting someplace. Is my brother a libertarian? He doesn't even vote, so no. But if he did vote, would he vote for libertarian? I don't know. Actually, now that I think about it, I don't think he would. But that's just my brother. Let's ask Manny. Manny, would you vote? Oh, you're not even a legal person in this country, are you? <laughs> Funny joke. 
Oh, yeah, man, you are legal. Then how come you can't speak English? Hmm? Puerto Rico? Omar? How about you? Can you vote down there, too? I think you can vote down there. But you don't have to pay taxes. Why are we not all in fucking poor? Yo, I need to get a house in Puerto Rico. I need a house in Puerto Rico. That's going to be my first investment, a house in Puerto Rico. I should do that. Then I can have a reason to go to Puerto Rico. And I'm going to pronounce it Puerto Rico like Donald Trump would. I'm not going to say. I'm, and then eventually I'm going to be there so often. I'm going to be like Puerto Rico. You see, yo soy Puerto Rico. See, más o menos. Yo no, yo no, yo no Puerto Rico. Para español es muy malo. See, I got I I stopped the Duolingo Arabic. I'm done. I think I'm going to restart Duolingo, but I'm fucking going to Spanish because I'm getting sick and tired of trying to learn Arabic and it's not teaching me anything I don't already know. I didn't learn anything new. I stopped learning new shit and I just keep repeating it and I'm not learning anything new. And it's hard. It's hard to not know new things. I don't like then I'm, then I'm not learning. Then I'm just doing I'm wasting time, doggy. I'll get back to it. I'll learn Arabic somehow, but I can't read shit. I just know how to say and in Arabic. It just, it looks like an O. It's, it's wah. That's how you say Arab. That's how you say and in Arabic. <sighs> let's fucking, let's, uh. That's for when I tell a joke, right? All right, let's get into it. So. Started updates not that crazy. Maybe that's why I was fucking doing all this rambling up top. What's the update since last week? All right, let's see. I did the podcast on time. Monday was good. No, I did not win the comedy competition. Yes, I somehow got there and I was the latest. There was also because I forgot it's Labor Day. There was not really any mics. Because like any place that was a regular establishment for the most part, they were closed. So there was really just two mics, Dingoes and Ambassadors. And I wasn't going to go all the way to Clifton. And I wasn't also going to go to Ambassador. Or I was going to go to Ambassadors, but I wasn't going to go there early. Um, Because I got invited to go hang out with the boys. And all the boys, the high school boys and I, we all hung out by the pool. Assad's he invited us over. He said, Yo, it's the end of the summer. We're closing up the pool soon. Let's get one last swim in with the boys. Had some some snacks provided by Pedro and Mel. God bless them. They provided the goddamn snacks, dog. They had some really good bruschetta mix that they got and then they had some, some guacamole, some hummus. They were hooking it up, and they made turkey burgers and hot dogs. And it was a good Labor Day, man. Hung out with the boys. I stayed, you know, kept it. I kept it halal for the most part. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I was snurfing a little durbin here and there. You know what I mean? But I kept the halal for the most part. I prayed in Assad's house. I was not surprised that he had a prayer rug. It did not also surprise me. It took him like three minutes to find it because he didn't actually know exactly where it was, which is fine, though. But I do think that I was the first person to pray in his house in a long time. Um, or maybe not, actually. I don't know. Why am I judging? Maybe his dad prays every night and every day. So 
there I go being an asshole. But yeah, so I hung out with them. Um, I stayed until right around sunset, which is like I want to say like seven, let's just say seven thirty ish, maybe seven fifteen. I know now it's a lot early. It's like seven twenty. Yeah, so let's say it was like seven thirty ish, eight o'clock. By eight o'clock, I know I was gone. I left there, went home, took a shower, got changed, and said, "Fuck it, let's go." Time to hit the open mic. I went to the open mic. I was last on the list. I was supporting everybody. I was having a good time. And I did not win. It was fun, though. I was a little, uh, I was a little too rambly. I noticed that I rambled by trying to bring them, by trying to bring everybody in. I rambled. And, uh, I don't know. I was trying to, I was trying to make a joke longer. But that was the not the right way to do it because I didn't like doing that. And if I'm gonna if I'm gonna say, I like laughs per minute, LPMs, laughs per minute. I want to have as many laughs per minute. That's why I love Mark Norman and uh, Mitch Hedberg. They have such short, simple jokes that you get your laughs per minute off. You know what I mean? Like you're enjoying the shit out of it. But I got a bunch of laughs out. Thought of the. The order I wanted to do it, and uh, I did not win. I lost to uh, Vinny Scarpa, but we you guys heard Vinny on the podcast. I That guy fucking hustles hard. He hasn't been doing comedy as long as me, but he's been working at it way harder than I have, which is why it makes sense he is where he is. And so God bless him. Actually, he might have been doing it as long as me. I forgot. I have to listen back to that four-hour podcast. We went Joe Rogan, um, which I honestly can do if it's easy to talk to somebody. If it's like pulling teeth, I want to end it right away. And when I was new to this shit, I couldn't do it for a long time either. That's just me. Um, But yeah, that was Monday, Tuesday. I don't know. Maybe I was just wiped because maybe I got the the vid, the COVID. Uh, I didn't clean my apartment on Monday, which I was supposed to do. But because I got invited to come over, I was like, you know what? I don't even have time to go to the gym. I'll just work out-ish, swimming in the pool and all that. And uh, and so we just, I just cleaned my apartment, went to the gym on Tuesday. By the time I was done with the gym, I, I had to go to the supermarket. I had to make some of the, I was going to make chicken and, I was going to make chicken salads for lunch, which is easy. You just. Bring dressing and 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 the lettuce, or as I use baby spinach, and uh, and chicken, and then you mix it up, and then you eat it for lunch, at when you're at work, and it's a healthy, nice lunch because you know you don't want to be feeling like a fat, tubby piece of shit, dude. Now when I feel my belly jiggle, oh my god, I hate it so much. I think I'm gonna have to start running again. I really do. I don't want to, but I think I have to. But I have to make sure I'm stretching so I don't get hurt. But yeah, anyway, Tuesday, went to the gym. By the time I got done, my sisters, they apparently had some kind of orientation thing at school for a couple hours. And I was like, well, all right, well, it's fucking late. I just got out of the gym. I was supposed to try to get there by 6. I didn't even get home until like 7. And then I still had to go back and go food shopping. And I then had to go take a shower and protein shake with food shopping and then fucking cooking the food. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to go see my family. So I didn't even get to see them last week. And I feel like shit for not doing that. But it's all good. They know I love them and that I care about them. 
And I think that's all that matters. And money. Money matters. Money only matters until you have enough that you don't have to worry. And then it doesn't matter. It really does. Do you need more money? What am I going to do with more money? Save it? Okay. Then what? Buy a house? <laughs> what do I look like? An NPC? Then what? Get married? <laughs> <laughs> then what? Have kids? <laughs> what do I sound like? My brother? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Or am I? NPC? Bro, you seen? You're going to tell me you're NPC, bro? You can barely even read. Why am I roasting you? I love you, dude. <laughs> You're not there's no way you're NPC. Unless you're like you're like the NPC like in a video game, like you know, like I would if if we're like like in uh Grand Theft Auto, the San Andreas one, there was the main guy, I forget his name, was like Carl or some shit like that. Maybe it wasn't Carl. CJ, yeah. I think the C in CJ was Carl. But Carl also had like friends and shit like Smokey. And other shit like that that had to like help him out with his missions. That would be like you're seeing. He's an NPC, but he's still very valuable to the mission. It just when he's off the screen, does he even exist? What are, what is? Obviously, he exists. He's out here making me niece, making me an uncle and shit. But like, does he exist? This that's the thing, bro. When you think about it, if you're in a does anything really exist outside of the room that you're ever in? Because once you go to another room. Like in a video game, it renders. I don't know. I'm not making sense now. I snurfed too many derbs, I think, possibly. You know what I'm saying? Or did I? I already did a shot, right? I'm good. And I'm supposed to go to open mic after this. So we'll see how that goes. We are in Studio A. This is the smoking studio. You cannot smoke in Studio B. That is a sleeping studio. That's also where World Star Corner is and where the air conditioner works better. Not that there's anything wrong with the air conditioner over here in Studio A, but the Studio A air conditioner is very loud, and then I have to fucking be louder, to, and then I have to fucking find a way to not have that caught on the microphone, because otherwise you're going to hear you guys going to complain about the buzzing, and I hate the buzzing, and I try to get rid of it too, you know? Side note, it's called Inside Podcasting Details. So yeah, Tuesday was whatever, it was a good day. I wish I saw my family. Um... But I love them and they love me and that's all that matters. And Wednesday went to work. Ooh. Wednesday was just a weird day. I don't know why. But then I had a good open mic set. Surprisingly. I did alright. And uh Yeah. That was Wednesday. That's pretty much Wednesday summed up. We're going to play Wednesday set probably for Poke My Jokes now that I'm thinking about it. Because Thursday, there was no city lounge. And I did not want to go up to Rhino. So I just stayed in. I'm pretty sure. And I watched Bernie Mac. The Bernie Mac show. After work. I went to work. Didn't do any mics. Came back home. And Bernie Mac show. It's on Hulu. Dude, that shit reminds me so much of my youth. I used to watch that show a lot. Bernie Mac really was teaching me. Listen up, America. I didn't even realize he had like a one of his eye drifts sometimes. 
not always, but sometimes his eye like drifts a little bit. I wonder if I do that. You would never know, would you? Unless like your vision got like fucked up every once in a while and you had to like shake your eyes straight or whatever the fuck you would do. I don't even know, man. But um Oh yeah, and sometime I don't know, everybody's been probably getting them. I I, I got flies out of nowhere. Like I have like two or three flies that just keep flying around and they don't want to stick on the little I got one of those sticky fly things. And they don't stick on the the fly things. And apparently everybody's getting flies around. Uh, but these motherfuckers, I feel like they're from the government and they're just watching me. And I think these are government drone flies. Yeah, you he- you guys heard me, you motherfuckers. Where are you? I see one of you. Two of you. Is there three of you now? These fucking flies are multiplying. I saw them fucking the other day. I took a picture. They were humping each other. And then when you try to swat at them, they both fly away together. It was the craziest shit. And then I can't find it again. And I can't. Now, I'm not trying to kill them. The craziest thing is I saw two of them were stuck on the trap. And they weren't stuck on it very well. And I wasn't going to squish them to make them get stuck on it better. Because I wanted to kind of like have them f- maybe get out outside. But no, you know what they did? They fucking flew off. Out, they stayed inside. And then they multiplied. They made a third motherfucker. <sighs> Robot drones. Spying on me. That's what the world's come to. They're making... Look, you guys are probably like Yousef. You're retarded. I know I am. Yousef, the government is not spying on you with flies. Probably not. You're right. I know. It's just a regular fucking fly. I know. But is it possible? I mean, a story we're going to hear later on in World Star Corner. Bill Gates, he's out here fucking dropping genetically modified mosquitoes uh over florida apparently it's crazy now, i don't know i i didn't there was a helicopter i didn't see bill gates flying the helicopter he's not fucking lex luthor out here doing the actual shit himself you know he hires people to do shit though you know what i mean He hired some guy to just drop the, the the mosquitoes. And you know what? That might not even been mosquitoes getting dropped out. You know, you really can't tell. But if that's what they're saying, I believe it. Because in Texas, too, apparently we got malaria cases in America for the first time in a long time. And Bill Gates has been talking about how he, he put vaccines inside the mosquitoes to bite people and give them the vaccine for malaria. Unless these are the same, unless these are the different genetically modified uh, mosquitoes, he also made the genetically modified mosquitoes that cause the other mosquitoes to go sterile when they fuck them or some shit. I don't know. I don't remember reading all the crazy shit I read, dude. I read so much crazy shit, dude. You don't even know. Because I can't remember all the shit I read to tell you guys. I'm like Alex Jones, dude. I need to print them all. I need a print. I need a laser printer. I always liked laser over inkjet. And I need a laser printer. I need a laser printer. And I need to print out all the articles that I read. And then I got to read it on the podcast. And then make my podcast five hours long. And call it the Yusuf Goff Show. Is it called the Alex Jones Show? I don't even know. The Alex Jones Podcast. This is Alex Jones now. 
she used to have golf. He used to have. Why do you sound, why do you sound like I'm, I'm doing good Alex Jones? Who can I can't really. I can only do a dead guy named Anthony Quinn. Rest in peace. That was insensitive of me to say. I don't know. I don't know why I did that. I don't know why I do that shit sometimes. All right. So Friday comes. I have work. At home, everything's good. It's a good day. I was going to go do the mic. Instead, they tell me that they're doing a new fucking thing at my favorite mic where the first like five comics get the they get five minutes. And then after that, everybody gets three. And it's almost... And, this is, and Jonathan, I hope you fucking listen or any of one of your friends who are there. I love you all. Tom, Kennedy, and, uh, and uh, Danny, Brigatti, and... Um, and um, why am I, Marcus? Why am I fucking? You you know who you are. If you guys are listening, get this news to Jonathan Justin. He was asking a lot of people why New Jersey is better than New York. Maybe I should have said longer open mics, longer times on set. Why are you making it three minutes like a New York City open mic? I'm Sebastian. Hey. Aren't you embarrassed? You you say New Jersey is better than New York and you won't even make an open mic? That's not a goddamn three-minute open mic? What's next, buddy? You gonna make it a bucket? What's going on? You know? Anyway, I did text him and he didn't listen to me. Anyway, uh, I didn't go. I stayed home. I watched Ahsoka. It's not bad. It's going to get... I think the next episode or two might be real good. We'll see. Some more Bernie Mac. Made some food. I've been making steak. And I realize I hate eating steak because I, I, I can't eat it on half of my mouth. And then the other half of my mouth, I also can't eat really eat steak. So it's like... I'm done with steak. I think I'm just gonna have ground beef and chicken from now on. And fish. I could. I could fuck with fish. I might be a, f- a fucking pescatarian. <sighs> My steak days are over, guys. It's, it's done. Until I get new chompers, I can't have no steaks. It would be a miss steak. Oh, yeah. Right, guys? Right? Mistake because of steak. And I miss and I miss steak. But if I eat it, it would also be a mistake. It'd be a mistake, but a mistake. I miss steak, but if eating it would be a mistake. No, I'm done with that one. Sorry, guys. That was a long way to say that sucked. <laughs> I got a show in two weeks, by the way. If you, uh, we'll do plugs real quick. Oh, should let me finish fucking this thing and then I'll do plugs. Um, Friday, that's what I did. Watched a bunch of shit. Stayed home, made some food. Saturday, yesterday, yeah. Had a nice, easy ass fucking day at work. Oh my God, God, you blessed me. You treated me well, and I love you, and I appreciate you. Nice, easy day. No complications. I tabbed out all the World Star videos. Got to watch them all. 
and go through them. So that way today, all I had to do, I don't know why it's still taking me until the same. I should have cleaned the apartment first, but I didn't. And I'll do that tomorrow. But um, I should have, yeah, whatever. Anyway, I went to the, uh, today I just ended up watching the rest of the videos, uh, retab some more from the, that refreshed, that new ones that came out. And, uh, and then I went to the gym and, oh, yesterday though. Oh yeah. I tabbed all the videos, watched it all, took a shower, grabbed some more groceries. I was like, let's make tacos. And then I, I don't know, man, I did not want to go to the open mic. It was making me feel so uncomfortable to think about going up back up to Rhino and doing the open mic. I was just so uncomfortable. I didn't want to do it. And instead I did it. And it went all right. I was literally the last comic of the night and they were all fucking tired. They're ready to go home. But at the same time. I'm glad I did it because I was just going to stay home and watch Burning Mac, which I did when I got home. I also watched a movie I don't remember, and I must have fallen asleep uh, in the kitchen and then eventually moved to the bedroom where I kinked my neck. Uh, and it hurts so much, and it hurts so much, but it doesn't hurt anymore in my lower back, and I got rid of that after doing a lot of stuff. Oh, I went to the gym today, too. See, I finished the videos. I'm all over the place with the World Star Corner, huh? Or uh, refresh, update, whatever. I fuck. I know what I'm called. I know what I call my segments. So, woke up, relaxed, made some coffee. I'll take a sip right now. Actually, went to the gym. Came back, protein shaked, prayed, showered. Not in that order, different order. Oh, made some food so I'm not grumpy on the podcast like I normally am, right? Like, you know, I'm always like, oh, come on, guy, I got to end this soon so I could eat something. Or I made a little food, all right? I had a protein shake, and then I also made a little bit of food because, you know what? Your, boys needs to make, your boy needs to make some gains. Your boy can't be hovering around 197. My brother says you got to be t- uh, 200 t- to... To poo hunt, you got to be two something to do something. And I guess if you're one something, you got to be one something to live long, is how I would say it. You have to be one something to to live to be one something. You have to be one, you have to be 200 to reduce your life to under 100. That's how the saying should go. You see, and I hope you're laughing right now. You got to be 200 to do something. He's gonna, you're gonna, I, I can't wait for the voicemail, the voice memo where you tell me how to say it right. You gotta be, you gotta be too, uh, too something to do something. You gotta be too something to do something. You gotta be one something to, to win something. Um, all right, guys. That was called brain fart. That's where you, uh, Spend too much time doing the update, right? But here we are now, huh? Isn't that great? All the prayer done for the day. I did Aisha right before I started. There's three flies. I think I might even see now a fourth government fly. If there's a goddamn fourth government fly, this is now... 
they're not sticking on the fucking flypaper. The next thing I'm going to do is, is uh, remember Axe cans used to be able to find a way to keep it spraying? And you can usually, used to be able to make a grenade out of one. What you would do is, there would be a way that it would have to, you'd have to like twist it and then like rubber band it. It was the old lock way. And then it would stay spraying. Or you could use tape, I guess. And then you just light it on fire and you throw the can and eventually the can will pop. It's not really a grenade. But it definitely popped and made a loud noise. And um, And if you do that in a room... But without lighting it on fire, the whole room will just fill up with axe. And you know who will die? All of the flies. Because no no human or fly or child can live amongst... I'm surprised there's not going to be a class action lawsuit for any gym teacher who taught gym classes while axe was a thing. Especially in middle school. The amount of kids that would just spray themselves with axe... Before and after gym class, like they think that's like they substituted it for a shower was disgusting. And then your gym shirt after a whole week, because you wear the same gym shirt and hopefully you would wash it because you would act. I remember I was so dumb. I didn't wash my gym shirt for like the first month because I didn't know that that's like I didn't realize. Oh, yeah. Well, you sweating something all the time. And then just stick it in your gym locker. It's going to smell like shit. Quickly. It got to the point where by the time I was older, you know, and fucking knowing how to take care of myself, it was like, oh, yeah, you have like a couple different gym shirts. You're switching them out. So you're not even wearing the same one every day. And you're washing them every week, the latest. (sighs) Amount of dirty motherfuckers out there, bro. Plus, you know, you have to have a decent gym shirt. That was another thing. I used to just wear whatever the fuck I want as a gym shirt. But you have to have a decent gym shirt because, hey, every once in a while, you fuck up and you spill something on your regular shirt. And now you have to go wear your gym shirt and it hopefully doesn't stink like shit. So be prepared, bro. I should have a whole change of clothes in my car at all times. I don't, but I should. You never know. Plus, I could always take a shower in a lot of places. My gym has a shower. My job has a shower in the gym there. That's two play. I could I could pretty much be homeless as long as I keep my job and my gym membership. Because that's the big thing about being homeless. Whereas I like to call themselves uh, temporarily unhoused. Or, or non-home. What? You know, an outdoor. I call them uh, outdoor people. You know, I'm an indoor person. Some people are outdoor people. I don't call them that. Somebody else calls them that. I'm repeating it. So if you want to get mad at somebody, guys, maybe it's William Montgomery. Maybe it was Hans Kim. Probably somebody on Kill Tony, though. Speaking of which, let's get to the more shit, man. Let's start Kill Tonying my own jokes, right? What the hell? All right, let's see. Um, 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 um. All right, let me pause real quick. Be right back. (laughs) 
That was the right sound effect, and we're back. With that break, that took no time at all from you, but took me moments of my time that I have to spend bettering my life. Here we are with Poke My Jokes for this week. Brought to you by your place in North Arlington. Um, and yeah, that was a decent mic. I thought I did well. I thought I did better than I did on Monday. Will you think that? Let's find out. Because, as always, I was one of the last-ish comics, and so people probably just wanted to go home at that point. But I I don't know. I kind of... I had fun. I know that that's for the most part. I had fun. And I even think I tried a joke that my brother tried to help me do. and, uh, And I'm happy for that. So let's see. Let's go ahead and get to poke my jokes. Let's start it. You're not supposed to know that. Oh, what's up, dude? Uh, damn, you guys, you guys are getting sharp, all right? Yeah. If I would have tried that joke 10 years ago, you would have called ISIS, or not ISIS, but <laughs> the FBI. <laughs> Close enough. All right, let's see. We got some new faces. All right, random riff. People are knowing me there. There's some new people there, apparently, that I don't remember. Maybe I'll remember when I... Dude, this is the thing I love about... It's like a little time travel or something. <coughs> Sorry, I didn't... <coughs> Got a little tickle in my throat. But it's like a time travel, man. I'm listening back and I'm kind of remembering more or less how it went. I ended up getting a little extra time as well. It was beautiful. Uh, let's go, let's go. Let's go into it. Here, I'll make you comfortable. I kind of look like uh, a Moroccan Malcolm X. I've been told. You see that? Uh... Guys at the bar, you might notice me as if uh, T.I. did IT. You know what I mean? Relax, reset, your router all right. You are now connected to the web, man. You can search whatever you like. (laughs) It's always porn. It's always porn. Uh. All right, so mediocre response. I think I have to do those jokes in the opposite order. I think I have to start with ITTI, if TI did IT, and then I have to go into the Moroccan Malcolm, and then say it's probably I'm going to get shot for the things I say, because like, just just because I look like it, it has to evolve into something more than that. Like I tried to do with the TI joke, which I could still keep going with in other ways, but um, same thing with like Drake. I have to figure out another way with Drake, but we're going to continue. Dude, oh, man. I was trying to figure out this joke. Hold on, I gotta pull up my phone. This is a. How many people? Ah, uh, this All is right, a math this is not joke. good. Who's good at math? Sure. Do you know how many Jewish people died uh, in the Holocaust? There was like six million, right? That was the number they say, right? That's the, we all agree with that one. All right, how many Israeli people were killed by the Palestinians, though? I think it's a lot less. Than uh, six million, and what I'm trying to get at is Hitler did that shit in like two, three years, and I don't think he would have recruited Palestine. Is what I'm trying to say. Like, like, yo, your numbers are very low. Like, I get your, I get your cause, and you have the heart in it, but like, your numbers are way too. It was something like that. That was somewhere where I was trying to. All right. That now I know exactly why that joke didn't work because I didn't do the research. 
I literally was like, I shouldn't do this joke tonight. I have to do the research or this joke will work. Because the, the joke will work with how about numbers and not making it a fucking Q&A session. How about that either? The joke should have been something like, Hitler killed six million Jewish people. Well, and he did that in like, I want to say it was over the course, let's just say 10 years. Well, Palestine's been a place for, I don't even remember how many years, let's just say 60 years, even though I think it's longer. And Palestine has only killed X amount of Jewish people. That's nowhere near 6 million. And they've had six times, eight times longer. Let's just say they're the Italians of killing Jews. New tag. See? That's how that joke works. Now, actually do the research, Yousef. Maybe try that joke when you do the research, dude. And maybe you find out you're actually incorrect about the numbers. Maybe. Maybe you are, maybe you're not. Maybe you're never going to get the right information. Maybe you have to ask uh, AI. I'm scared of AI, dude. I am S-C-A-I-R-E-D. I'm scared of AI. I even spelled scared wrong. I had AI in it. All right, let's finish this. I go with the joke. Uh, I am a racist. I'm an anti-Semite. That's what I've been told. It's weird. It's strange. Why did I get that way? Why well, have a Moroccan mom? You know what she did? She gave me bootleg cartoons. Y'all are, y'all are familiar with uh, Garfield the cat? I had Jafarfield the cat. You know what I'm saying? So instead of uh, I love lasagna and I hate Mondays, it was I love shawarma and I don't trust the juice. <laughs> it's like, damn, they're trying to propagandize me. What the fuck are they doing? And then it made me wonder, like, yo, maybe I could remix uh, Blue's Clues. But it'd be called Jews Clues, Jews Clues. <laughs> All right, first off, I think I'm going to do it. So I had to pause it to give credit to my brother real quick. I went from one to the other, and I think there's an all right way to do that. I think I did the, the Garfield the Cat one all right. I did remember when I was like, why wasn't I getting the reactions I was expecting? Because most of the comics heard all of these jokes, and I was just pandering to, like, the three new people. Anyway. You know what you have to do. You got to find the star of David. That's the first Jew. <laughs> Then you look into 9-11, cause it's Jews, clues, Jews, <laughs> I worked really hard on that, guys, come on. That was pretty clever. That was the actual theme song mixed in with racism and anti oh, I put so much work into it. <laughs> I'm feeling crummy. All right, all right, all right, all right. First off, shout out to my brother. He's the one who actually came up with that part, not me. I did not put any time or effort into it. I, I just got to free... That was freestyling right there. Saying, oh, I put all the time and effort to make it racist and anti-Semitic. And I was like, it's not really, but... But it was good. I like that. Thank you, Yassine. You're the best. Shout out to you, Yassine. I'm going to try to give you mounds of wealth. Mountains and mountains of wealth. Inshallah. It's like that, that line. There's a line... Um, in a Russ song, it's like, 
I'm going to hand out envelopes with two million apiece so y'all can still blow a million and still have a million each. That's what I'm trying to do for my family. I'm going to hand out envelopes with two million apiece so y'all can blow a million and still have a million each. Woo, kid. All right, let's get back to it. All right, crummy. Uh, All right, the thing when you hear that I feel crummy, that's the next joke. So we're just going to finish this joke off. I worked really hard on that, guys. Come on. That was pretty clever. That was the actual theme song mixed in with racism and anti I put so much work into it. I'm feeling crummy. What does that even mean? What does crummy mean? Isn't it just generally mean bad? That's what you would think, right? I actually think it just means you're so lazy you won't wipe the crumbs off your shirt, Seth. All right? That's why you're always crummy. And also, Chris Pernod is pretty crummy. He's always got... He's always got crumbs on while he was uh, saving them for later. <laughs> I like that joke. This is a good. It's a good little joke. It's pretty clean. It's not a bad thing. Is, I like that. I want to. I want to try that one tonight. Actually, uh, I fucking didn't write it down in my book. I'm gonna write it. I left my book in the car. I'm gonna write it in the book. I want to try that one tonight. I like that joke. I'm going to have to soften them up. Um, we'll do plugs, I guess. I'll plug after this before we go to World Star Corner. I might uh, pause, do World Star Corner after I get back. I might not. I'm probably not going to do that, though. I'm probably not going to do that. Let's just finish this. The woman who broke my heart, she wouldn't convert to Islam. And I wouldn't convert to Christianity. And so we broke up because, like, we couldn't. And, and then she married a Jew. And I was like, oh, now I kind of get what Hitler meant. You know? <laughs> uh, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. She didn't marry a Jew. But I still know what Hitler meant. <laughs> I'm kidding about that too. <laughs> There's new people here. They don't know that I'm kidding. There's new people. They don't know that I'm kidding. There's no Eli here to defend me. Uh, All right. That one, I forgot. I like that joke. And I want to. I want to try that one out again tonight too. I liked it. It was clever. Cause it's like a nice little misdirect. I'm trying to think. Do I need to add anything onto that? No. I just have to try to remember it. I think I said it pretty correctly. So that's gonna be fun. I'm gonna have to listen back to this on the way to the next mic. Actually, I like. I don't like doing it, but this one was a. This is gonna be a particularly good one to listen back to, so I can do things correctly. Um, and it was supposed to be also in, in the the Blues Clues remix one. It was supposed to be you're supposed to find the star of David. That's the first clue. I said Jew. Mm. One little word change. I'm gonna try that change tonight because I'm pretty sure the way I was sent it didn't say that. It said it with clue, not Jew. <sighs> anyway. Let's continue. I heard there's a rumor that Jewish people are good at blowjobs, right? I, I hear that. You ever heard that rumor that Jewish people are good at blowjobs? You never heard that? Really? Yes, of course. I thought somebody heard that. Because I, I figured that shit came... You know, like rumors have a start point, And I think it's from the, the, the Moyles. Those are the people who uh, who circumcise you and then they suck your dick. 
to make sure it's sealed or something. I don't know why they do that. You should have let me at that part, but I didn't get the light yet, because that's what time is. Oh, good. 38 minutes is great. I'd love to do that. Have I told you how I think people on meth, they're just like people whose batteries are always on full. <coughs> Sorry about that. All right, I'm doing another joke with the meth thing. The blowjob part, stupid joke. I don't really like it. It was supposed to be off the moil. Apparently, they part of they they part of the circumcision. It's without sounding too graphic. They almost somewhat fillet a penis, and I was like, oh, maybe that's where the rumor that Jewish people. I should have said it like in the other way around. You know what a moil is? Moil's a rabbi. That cuts a baby's a Jewish baby's penis, circumcises it, and then gives a nice little kiss. Like, do you think that's where the, the rumor that Jewish people are good at blow? See, that's the way I might try it. Workshopping with the bros, you guys, you guys put the pressure on me because like I could always edit this out, but I hate editing and I don't want to do it. I want to be the best at it, but I don't want to do it. I don't even. Why would I lie? I do not want to be the best at it. I just want to be efficient at it. And then, Omar, God bless you. I I don't listen. I don't know. Maybe I have to listen back. To, maybe it's your EQ settings. Uh, when I listen back to my podcast, it pretty much sounds like it does the way I'm, I'm hearing it right now in my ears while I'm recording it. And while it doesn't sound amazing, I, I will admit that. I do need to get a better microphone, all right? You know? Um, but it doesn't sound terrible. I mean, I listen back to it in the car sometimes. When I'm extra vain and I want to hear my voice. Very rarely. I wish I had that feeling more and instead of my podcast I listen to, uh, my sets, right? <coughs> Alright, let's finish this. Um, I think I was trying to say, we'll see. Let's get that part, but I didn't get the light yet. Because that's what time is. Oh, good. 38 minutes is great. I'd love to do that. Have I told you how I think people on meth, they're just like people whose batteries are always on full. You know what I mean? Like, they're always trying to just do extra shit. But, like, you ever have a low-ass battery you just try to conserve your phone? You know, like, all right, you know what? I'm not going to watch this podcast. I'll just listen. And you shut your... No. Y'all ain't hang out with meth people who try to do shit. Fucking after no sleep and 24 hours on a plane, all right? Vibe bands is still meth. <laughs> all right, that was <coughs> a weird joke. Somebody got it at the end. <coughs> okay, the point of that joke was, was, and again, I, just, I, I think I've been doing this shit in the out of order, but like, yo, ever been on a plane for pretty much 20 hours? Then took another plane for an hour. And then took... Because that's what we did. We took connecting flights to Seattle. Then down to... No, I think we went Seattle. Then directly to Cal, uh, Hawaii. Or we might have actually done Seattle to Los Angeles to California, uh, to Hawaii, actually. But no time to stay in any of the places. Then we went from Hawaii, from, uh, like, I guess, Honolulu, 
to the Big Island. And then once we were there, we had to rent a car so we can get to the actual place where we, so we could finally sleep. And this is now the next day. This has been almost 24 hours at this point. And by the time we got back into... We left at like 7 in the morning, so it was way past 24 hours at this point. But by the time we got to the Airbnb and everybody like got settled, like we all tried to go to sleep. And before we can go to sleep, Mr. Vibans is like, all right, guys, you ready to go explore the island? And we're like, motherfucker, we're trying to explore our eyelids. See, that's how I should have said it. Something like that. See, that's a whole lot of story. And I got to tell a story now just to say that shit. Maybe I will. Maybe I will. I don't know about doing that one tonight, though. But that's, see, that's maybe. It's all about last per minute, man. I don't know how many last per minute that was because Jamie's fucking back in Panama. The Panamanians got him. All right, let's go to the next one. I'm told I'm good with analogies. Uh, but I figure that uh, isn't isn't analogies just a study of anal? Isn't that analogy? Isn't you? Come on, you're the scientist. <laughs> yeah, I'm no good with anal. Like, what the fuck? I'm not the good at. <laughs> okay, that was a decent joke. Analogies, isn't that the study of anal? You know what OG means? Aji, analogy, the study of anal. So I'm no good at the study of anal. Uh, I'm a Muslim and I have no tattoos because eventually I want to be buried in a Jewish cemetery. Figured one way I could get some land back for my grandma, you know what I'm saying? Oh, damn, that was weird. You guys don't like these jokes right now. All right, you too. You're right. I forget. It's a railroad. It's a railroad. All right, last one. Uh, Real quick. Uh, After 30, I turned into Shakespeare before I go to bed. I'm like, to pee or not to pee? That is the question. <laughs> Do I fumble in the night for the light switch just to take the light piss? <laughs> I was supposed to say that as a question at that part. All right, my name is Yusef. Thank you very much. Yeah. All right. I'll, oh, let's play the rest. Keep it going, baby. All right. Hmm. Yeah, because he Seth even says it right at the end when I was like, "Oh, you guys don't like that joke or whatever." He's like, "No, no, no, we do." He's like, "We just we've heard him," but and he's right. And then even the Shakespeare one, like, I didn't even do it right. I was supposed to say to after thirty, I turn into Shakespeare before I go to sleep. I'm like, to pee or not to pee? Do I fumble in the night for the light switch just to take a light piss? That is the question. And they love that I rhymed a lot. Anyway, um, 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 all right, um, wow, well, it's getting kind of late now, it's almost 10, I'm going to have to make an executive decision, but let me do plugs real quick, I only have one date, uh, two dates actually, the 23rd of September, I'm going to be upstate New York. Where's the picture of it? Forgive me, guys. I should have got this ready. All right. It's at the pump, the Kachekton Kach- Kach- Pump House in Kachekton, New York. 
September 23rd. It says from 6 to 9 p.m. I wasn't told that. That's crazy. He told me we were going up way later. So now they're changing the time of it. And I tried. uh, We're going to see. I might have to cancel on that now that I'm finding that out. And I'm just looking at this new picture now. Um, damn, uh, that's crazy. I got to look at the original flyer now. That we got. Now we're gonna have to pause while I fl- go through to find it. This one just said shows at eight. We're still from eight to nine, I guess. Even then, I thought I was gonna. I thought it was gonna be later. It's the Laugh Preserver. It's it's in Kachekton Pump House in. Kachekton, New York. Saturday, September 23rd. I'm very bad at plugs, as you can see. What else? Um, Oh, I was told... uh, I gotta check Instagram for this one. So I was asked to do it, and I still have to take off of work or fix that. Where the fuck is it? Brett, where are you? Would you be down doing our show? October 21st, I'm going to be doing a show at the Six Points Creative Space in Bloomfield, New Jersey. That is, again, it's going to be at 8 p.m. on Friday, October. This is October on the 21st on a Friday. On Saturday, October 21st. Come out Saturday, October 21st. And then in between then, I'm going to fill it up with other shows, God willing. Because people ask me for shows. I don't ask for shows. If I asked for more, if I had somebody asking for me as well, I would have more. But I have too much of an ego. And I have to f- worry about fighting that off. All right, guys. Let's uh, and come back in World Star Corner, guys. Where we got a lot of fun stories. We got a lot of good stuff we can uh, talk about. So we'll be right back. We're going to get out of Studio A and move to Studio B. And we're back in World Star Corner. Uh Uh-oh, hold on. Yep, never mind. All right, so no way to... I don't have to worry about the open mic. There's only a couple people left. Perfect. Perfecto. Let's hang out here. Let's do this shit. Let's fucking post it. Let's make some tacos and watch some Bernie Mac show or something. Maybe even suits. Um, this first video I watched, I didn't, it's not worth watching it with you guys because it's just 11 seconds with some music. Uh, but it says, the look on his face though, dude tried to take advantage of the cash app glitch and let's just say he should have just left it alone. He had a negative 39000 dollars in his bank account because motherfuckers were using cash app to just apparently this is a long time ago but i guess they must have caught up like yeah there's no way like just because it wasn't showing up on there doesn't mean that you didn't owe that now i don't know that's a lot of money dude dude that's why like be careful with the scams y'all pull you know what i mean this next video is called Incredible. This man was out there playing fetch with a beluga whale. And it actually is pretty cool. You could watch it yourself. We don't have to watch it together right now because uh, I'm just thinking about it. But it was pretty cool. Like, they're throwing a rugby ball, too. Shout out, Rugby. And uh, they throw the ball out, and then the whale brings it back to them. 
And then they throw it out again, and the wheel just brings it back to them. And that's pretty cool, you know? I like that bond. Yeah, it's a fake video. I shouldn't even play it. You guys might see it. This is, are they lying or nah? Footage comes out of Saturn rising from behind the moon. But Saturn is way too clear. It's got to be CGI. You guys are using AI to do everything these days. It's all good. I ain't falling for that. Um, okay, you know what? <clears throat> this one says, not a F star CK given. And that's how they have it spelled, so you can search it. Or type in, Joe Biden is trolling everybody at this point. But it's my great honor to introduce the President of the United States, President Joe Biden. Sorry, I got to fix the audio. It is also pretty bad. So just Secretary Buttigieg bringing him up. And then he just, you, you've probably seen this. Thank you, Secretary Buttigieg. Thank you all for being here, please. Thank you, Secretary Buttigieg. Huh. That's gross. Booty juice. Speaking of booty juice, next video must have had White Castle. Footage surfaces from Barcelona bound Delta flight that had the to return to ATL after passenger shitted all throughout the plane. And holy shit. First of all, I'm looking at this. How? 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 How did? How? How did that much come out of your ass like that? Were you like, was it like, like where you like cough and shit comes out or like you're just had like a sneezing fit and every time you sneeze shit also just shot out of your ass? That's so disgusting. Oh, so disgusting. What's also disgusting this next video, but in a different way. Pure evil. Nigeria Pfizer victims on how Pfizer allegedly experimented on children. People are saying it's crimes against humanity. Let's play. Hurdle of a decade-long compensation claim battle. Seventeen-year-old Some videos are too loud. a DNA test to prove he's a victim of a failed drug trial by the pharmaceutical company Pfizer that happened 15 years ago in Kano State, Nigeria. Eleven children were killed and several more injured when Pfizer tested out a drug called Troven on 200 children. The drug was supposed to treat a deadly regional outbreak of meningitis. Pfizer agreed to pay $75 million in compensation in 2009, but they introduced DNA testing as part of the process for qualifying for the payment. Back at home, survivors like Shamsu, who was crippled, and their families feel the DNA test is designed to deny them of the compensation money. Many say they've already provided Pfizer with documents proving their children were part of the trial. In the climate form we filled, they stated clearly that only when we undergo a DNA test, they will pay the compensation. Pfizer, which denies all wrongdoing, even though it's agreed to pay out $75 million, says the DNA test is designed to guard against fraudulent claims. As we're talking, we have about, we've, we've collected samples from 547 people and only 200 people participated in the study. So what do we do? But many of the victims are poor and illiterate. 
They don't understand what DNA testing is and fear it's another attempt by Pfizer to make them guinea pigs in a new drug trial. Some victims abandoned their claims when DNA testing was introduced as a condition of receiving payment. Some of the compensation money released by Pfizer has gone into... I just wonder if they actually checked. How do they know that something with their DNA... It's building crazy. this $25 million medical research and disease control center. The hope is that one day locals will be able to deal with things like outbreaks of disease and medical epidemics themselves. It may go some way to healing the wounds of Pfizer's experiment and benefit the survivors who are simply too afraid to go for DNA testing. Yeah, look, I mean, that part does check out if like 500 and something people applied for and only 200 people actually took the test. But then I also understand the other people like, yeah, look, you already fucked up our family. We don't know what the hell this test is. They don't understand what the DNA test is. They think it's another test that they have to do that also fucked them up already. So it's like, it's crazy. This is also, this next video is crazy and I thought it was kind of hilarious. You only know if you have kids. It's called Society Has Been Doomed for a While Now. Look at what this kid found. Dad, what is that? I don't know. It's just a blue jelly. Mom, what is All right. So first of all, you see, I'm going to guess their ages. I'm going to guess the kid with the, the quote-unquote blue jellyfish is probably, I would say, between, hmm, I say he's between nine and maybe eleven. The maybe not even. I'd say he's probably like under ten, maybe even ten, eight to ten. And then the girl is probably a couple years older, let's say nine, ten, eleven, and she knows something's like she doesn't know, but she knows by how her parents are reacting that obviously this is not a blue jellyfish because what this ha kid has is. And he's holding it by the head part where it's a see-through blue dildo. So let's continue the video. It's like, you guys know what it is? It's a hard freaking blue jellyfish. It's a hard blue jellyfish. I don't know. He doesn't know. He hits it in the balls. He has a dick, but he doesn't know that this is a larger version of what he has. Because he probably is like, well, they can't get that big eventually. And the girl obviously knows something's wrong because the parents are probably laughing their asses off. That was hilarious. Mom, if you don't tell me what this is, I'm going to be mad for the rest of the day. Because she knows. But like, you can't tell your kid what that is. You know it's a blue jelly. Okay, I'm mad for the rest of the day. He goes, I know what it is. It's a blue yeah, we got to play that part again. Mom, hold on. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. It's a blue jelly. Okay, I'm mad for the rest of the day. Mom, if you don't tell me what that is, I'm going to be mad for okay. the rest of the day. What is that? I don't know. It's a blue jelly. Okay, I'm mad for the rest of the day. <laughs> She's mad for the rest of the day because she doesn't, she doesn't want to know her kid to know what a penis is. Oh, man. All right. Akon tells Logan Paul he needs God. This is the next video. 
By the way, from the last video, that's just wild. The shit the parents will will post online, but it is kind of funny, and that would be a good thing to share. And you wouldn't be like, no, no, my kid literally somehow found a blue dildo at the beach and did and thought it was a jellyfish. That's wild. Next video, Akon tells Logan Paul he needs God. Quote, this generation don't really know what that is. Quote, we're not playing the whole video because it's five minutes long. But he does say some interesting things in the beginning. And that's enough. The problem that we're missing is spirituality. People don't forgot about that. Like no one grows up literally being fearful of God anymore. So they, some people don't even know it exists, right? They don't, they, they want to believe it. But to them, in their minds, there's no signs physically that tells them that religion or spirituality is real. Because now it's about seeing, tasting, feeling, and- The five senses. Right, yep. right. Yeah. But I grew up differently. And to answer your question before I go into the spiritual side is that I don't honestly feel bad. And I don't feel like, you know, the work that I've done is gonna be done in vain because I always believe that no matter what the situation is, you will always be rewarded for doing the right thing. Even Absolutely. if you don't know if it's how it's coming. Karma, karmatic. Right. Yep. The reward is there. Yep. How, you'll never know, but just do it not expecting anything back in return, yeah. and you'll be good. Life feel great life about it. I 100% agree with that. Do good things without expecting anything in return, and you're going to feel amazing. Let's continue. Right there. Yeah, that's the Give key. without expectation Absolutely. Yes. That's the key. Energy. Yep. You know, so getting back to the spiritual side of it, though, which is interesting is that this generation don't even know what that is. It's like you couldn't, if you, if you tried to explain it to them, they'd think you're preaching to them. They don't really believe you because there's never been or have been never been put in a position where spirituality was relevant enough for them to believe, enough to follow through with what we were taught growing up. Like our parents instilled it in us and they represented it. So if I woke up, you know, as a Muslim, I had to go to pray every Friday with my pops. It happened. It was not a question. You had to go do it. Today you have a choice. You know, like my wife, she's Christian. I never forced her to convert. Because in the way I was taught in Africa, I mean, Islam is an extension of Christianity. Absolutely. We believe everything. Yeah. We, we actually believe all the same thing. We From just don't believe Testament. in the Holy Ghost. Yeah. That's all right. This is where he kind of goes a little off. But he is right about that. Like, it's too much of a choice that a religion, and not that it shouldn't be a choice. Obviously, it's supposed to be a choice. You're not, I think what he was supposed to try to say is not that not only that it's just an extension of of. Uh, Christianity or whatever, but or Christianity is is part of Islam. Islam is an extension of that. I think what he was also trying to say is you're not supposed to force somebody. You're supposed to show them by example, and then they're supposed to join because they see the example that you set, which well, I need to set a better example if I want people to join, you know, myself. So next video, you can watch it yourself. Uh, mechanical insects, dude, damn near turn this Hercules beetle into a Bugatti. And it's just a three-minute video about what he does. But it's like that's what made me think that the flies around that I've been seeing around my apartment, they're, they're spy flies. If this guy can do this shit with a beetle, you tell me the, the government can't do it with a fly? Psh, you liars. You liars. Dude, y'all know what daggering is? It's when Jamaican people just start humping women really really hard like they're trying to hurt their their dick and balls and then a girl just jumps on their balls from as high as they can 
where he'll try to jump from as high as he can onto the girl's ass. It it's it makes no but they always wear all white when they do this. So this must be if you ever see a bunch of Jamaicans in all white and and you see them just humping each other violently, it's part of the culture is all I'm going to say about that. So you can watch that video if you want. Um oh Remember when I was saying Obama's gay friend? Let's hear him. He was on Tucker Carlson. Here's a little one minute clip of it. He showed up with what? Question mark, exclamation point. This is the next video, by the way. Man makes some very questionable allegations about former President Barack Obama. Let's play it. Oh, we got to start it over. Next day was somewhat interesting because he ends up showing up at my hotel room, which I thought was somewhat weird, but... He wanted some more. Mm-hmm. So when you say he showed up, he just... He showed up. I mean, I had no warning. I was in the room. There's a knock on the door. I opened the door, and he's standing there. And he's standing there with more Coke, and he comes in, and it was just like a quick, you know, rehash or rerun from the night before. Exact same program. Exact same program. Was he smoking again? Yep. So Barack Obama smokes crack and then you perform full yep. sex on him. You get off, you finish smoking, you leave. So you were left with a bad taste in your mouth. Uh, something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Tucker, he, he had to slip that joke in. So you were left with a bad taste in your mouth. Uh, something. Obviously it would be a bad taste for a straight person. For gay people, I don't know. Maybe they don't mind it. Maybe they like it. I don't know. It's crazy. You guys should just watch this video if you want on your own. The speeder fighter jets across the decades compared. It's like a, th a three-minute video. It was pretty cool to see. Like, they have... What is the last plane? Let's see. I have to make a big screen. The SR-72 Darks. Dark Star, which uh, uh, from the movie Top Gun Maverick, which might not be real, but it goes Mach 10, which is 7,673 miles per hour. That means that in half an hour, it can get from Miami to England. Because I know that because of one of the videos where a guy, it's coming up in a few, so I'll get to that. Because I tell, I try to figure out how far he tried to do the thing. That's fucking quick, man. And the first plane, let's see what that one did, actually, now that we got this. The first plane ever was the, the Supermarine Spitfire, and it went 396 miles per hour. And that's not the first plane. It was like the first, I guess, wartime plane. And then, and then they had more planes that go 500. Then they finally f made one that went 1.4 Mach, which is the speed of sound. Then they just keep going up 2 Mach, 2, 2, 2, point something, 2.5, 2.5, 2.25, 2.8. Three point four, six point seven, nine point six. Okay, so nine point six. Sorry, it's probably the only real plane 
that can do it. It's a NASA X-43 because the only one doesn't say like Top Gun Maverick on the top. So I guess spoiler alert, that plane goes Mach 10 in, in Top Gun Maverick if you didn't watch it. I think I watched it though, but I watched it on at home. It was pretty good actually. I liked it. I also watched the original Top Gun, so. Dude, 9.6 is fucking crazy fast. How would you not pass out? You could only fly straight. You make any turns, how would that shit not explode? Oh my god. Next video is called, uh, What Could Go Wrong? Grandpa Jumps in the Pool for $100. Well, let's see, what could go wrong? PLV, you tell your grandfather to jump in the pool where $100 goes wrong. <laughs> Watch out, Gio. So I... I'm watching. He jumps in, and it, oh, it looked like he might have broke his legs, get but then him, he just real, he don't know how to swim. get him. Hurry up! Get him. He doesn't hey, know how to swim. Get him. You doing the most? You doing the most? Get him out! <laughs> he was dunking on purpose. No, he don't know how to swim. He goes, yo, you he had a deep end. Is that the deep end? Bro, they're in out they're in an above ground pool with a deck around it. And and he goes, Is that the deep end? Is that the deep end? <sighs> Honestly, by the way, if you're gonna have an above ground pool and you have a deck around it, that's the nicest way to have an above ground pool and also makes it so much easier if you have to do repairs. Uh, I would assume and keeps everything like nice and, and under everything. I would do that. I would rather that. Look, do you do you really need a fucking real big pool? It's nice, but do you need it? You just need to be able to stand there and have a conversation in the water. Okay, this next video you can watch on your own. It's an 18 minute video. I did not watch all 18 minutes or maybe I did actually, but it was called More Conspiracies. Lahiani residents showing alleged proof Maui fires were a land grab. Now, I watched it, and there was, like, testimony in the beginning that didn't really have anything to do with anything. Uh, people that were just mad. And then, oh, it shows um, that they want to build a project, but this thing doesn't ever actually say what this guy is saying about how they're trying to buy the land. So they can build transits and they're going to try to make it uh, to 15 minute cities. I don't know 100% because even here what he says, like it doesn't make sense. But then at the end, this chick does. Oh, here was something wild on here. I'm fast forwarding through it. So All right, let me lower the volume in case it's fucking blast. This land, all you have to do is just read their instruction manual. It is right there. All right, hold on. Here, this is something crazy. And many of those people, the UN's 2030 agenda for a transformative world. I mean, this is some sick, sick stuff, and it all looks pre-planned. And what's even more terrifying is that there are many, many more people missing. And many of those people, perhaps over a thousand, happen to be children. Right now... It says there are more than 2,000 children who are unaccounted for in the public school system. 
2,000 children are missing. Hmm. Here was something that was very crazy. They're going to show videos. And on top of that, we do have... Watch this. ...about 15 school buses missing. Yep. So it says, uh, is it possible, Ration, there's four regular school buses and three or four small school buses that are not touched by the fire in a picture. Here's a different angle, and it shows the same, like, three or four buses. But here's a map quest before video, and it shows how many are normally parked there. And there's about 16 long buses, uh, and they can hold probably, like, 72 students, and there's, like, six short buses, and they can hold, like, 12 to 30. Uh, and, you know, they're used for school stuff, and they're stored in this parking lot. I'm reading this shit, by the way. And this is the view from Big Maps before the fire. It shows about, let's see, this is Google Maps after the fire. And it shows only, f like, eight buses. There's four small buses and four large buses after the fire out of the 16 long buses. It says 12 are missing and two or three short buses are missing. Google Ground shows before the fire. There were That's, all right, hold on, let me pause this. 72 students times the 12 long buses that are missing is about 864 students plus 30 times the two for short buses 60 so that's a total of 292 students that can fit in the missing school buses total if used for one trip roughly estimated a thousand or more students are missing and they did not have school the day of the fires nor the day after the fires Oh, this is this is about the color blue won't burn by lasers, and then it shows a whole bunch of blue things that are not touched by the fire, and then the Simpsons where Springfield gets burned down and blue things didn't get burned, and then it shows a laser weapon that's burning different cloth, but it's not burning the blue cloth, but then it's burning the green cloth and the white cloth and the red and the yellow, especially the green. We're not going to listen to I'm the whole thing. I'm going to share the story of what I went through with a girlfriend on Kauai when I was living on the island of Kauai in Hawaii. I worked Hawaii. as a server, well, cook, server, cashier. I was like multiple things at this job. At the Moloa Sunrise uh, Juice Bar in Moloa, Kauai, which is near Anahola. The boss who hired me there who owns that restaurant, the juice bar, is Jeff. Can't think of his last name right now, but I bet I could find it. Epstein? Anyway, he owns Moa Sunrise Juice Bar, and Jeff is actually a part of a human trafficking, sex trafficking ring on the island of Kauai. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg is also a part of the same human trafficking, sex trafficking ring on Kauai, currently happening right now. Now, when I worked at the juice bar with my girlfriend, she was the manager at the time. I won't put her name on here because I know her story is very sensitive, so... I'm just going to share what happened to her and exclude her name for her protection. She told me when I got hired on the job to watch out for Jeff. And she said, why? She said, if he ever asks you, asks you to come to his house for a paid massage, don't do it. She said, whatever you do, do not do it. It's not worth it. She's like, I would know. She told me this on my first day of training and I was really like confused, like, wait, what? Like, cause I was just like, I thought we're supposed to be training. I'm like, this has nothing to do with my training, but I could tell she was genuinely concerned about my well-being and safety working at the juice shop. So I had to be curious about where was this information coming from. 
she later told me how she was a slave. She was a trafficking slave in the ring on Kauai. And Jeff was the one abusing her. The reason how she got involved into the ring was because she's a massage therapist. And so that's her job is giving massage. All right. Women talk very long about stories, but she pretty much says that her job gives massages. So she, uh, Jeff came to her at the smoothie shop, told her to come to his house, give him a paid massage. It's a nice way to earn extra money. Um, and she came to find out that she was getting pulled into a sex trafficking ring, human trafficking ring in Kauai. Jeff was only hiring here. We'll let her say this part. Young girls at the smoothie shop, and that's why I got hired, because I was like, you know, young, single, pretty female. All the girls that were there were young, single, pretty females, whether in high school, college, age, whatever, very young. Jeff would even tell us, oh, wear whatever you want. You can wear booty shorts, you can wear shorts, you can wear a tank top, you can wear whatever you want here. He would literally say that. You can wear a tank top, you can wear shorts, like, even if they're super short, it's okay. Like, wear what you want. Like, he was encouraging for us to show off our ass, our boobs. Something very inappropriate to, like, tell your employees at a juice bar. Anyway, so back to my girlfriend. She got abused in this ring for years. And she told me how she... Again, talking to what she was scared for her life. She was going to do everything she could to escape. But there was nothing she could do to escape the ring. Um, living on the island. Because they were threatening her life and her safety because they knew where she was at all time because it's a small island. And all she could do was, uh, hold on. So all she could do is try to protect the girls at my job and anybody else who was affiliated with Jeff. And try to keep these women and very young people and children away from him. And it got so bad uh, that she fled to the island to set herself free and start a new life. Uh, because... But, like, that was the only way. Like, that was the only way. That was the only way for her to be set free of it all was to leave the island. Because they were trafficking her and threatening her life. This is on the island of Kauai. And she told me this story back in, like, 2016, okay? This has been going on for years. Human trafficking on the islands. But especially it was going on on Kauai. Because Mark Zuckerberg is one of the main people involved with this being a thing. The private beaches they own. This is where they transfer the women and the children on boat. The private beaches that nobody has access to except the people who own that property. And that's how they get away with it because nobody sees anything going on on the private beaches unless like you're on a boat or something or you're hiking somewhere that has a view. But, um, yeah. This is why I wanted to bring up my point about Maui and Lahaina because I know Mark Zuckerberg and Oprah have something to do with all these human trafficking rings going on on the Hawaiian Islands. Kauai was the first one I knew of, but now, Maui. Maui. I can't even tell you how many locals on Kauai back when I used to hitchhike, because hitchhiking was a thing. Anyway, she's going to say don't hitchhike here at night, because a lot of people get trafficked. Um, yeah, that's just wild shit that she was talking about. And... Allegedly, Mark Zuckerberg and Oprah involved in that. That sounds plausible. I'll just say it makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Especially being they were probably on the list uh, that was hidden. 
Jeffrey Epstein when he was uh, charged, nobody was nobody's name was revealed. When Ghislaine Maxwell was charged, nobody's name was revealed, even though these people participated in it, and they definitely had a record. So either these people just took the whole charge themselves, just Lane and and uh, what's his name and uh, Epstein, or they dropped names and they're like, "Fuck, well, we can't say shit about these names." It's wild. Next video. Was it worth it? Florida man arrested after trying to cross the Atlantic in a human-powered hamster wheel. Now, first of all, I checked. He was going from Miami, and he wanted to go to the United Kingdoms, and it's uh, 4,331 miles. Let's see his story. It's a quick one. Eyewitness news. Oh, start it over. A man is facing federal charges after he tried to ride across the Atlantic Ocean in a giant hamster wheel. The Coast Guard spotted Riza Bellucci 70 miles off the coast of Tybee uh, Island, Georgia, last month. He told them he was on his way to England. It took officials five days to persuade him to come to shore. At one point, he apparently threatened to blow himself up. Bellucci did attempt a similar voyage in 2014. Watch breaking news. Why? A humor-powered hamster wheel. He definitely didn't have enough water to do that. The sun and the uh, everything that was such a such a dangerous thing. You have to watch the video to see. You don't. You only get to see what the thing looks like. But it's such. It's it's the dumbest thing ever. He got up to Georgia at least. That's pretty goddamn good. 70 miles off the coast of Georgia. So he was on his way there, at least. He was going in the right direction. But it was going to get cold out there once he started kept going. You know what I mean? Unless he went to Morocco first. You know what I mean? Morocco's pretty nice this time of the year. I assume. I've never been there. This guy's crazy. All right, CIA about to recruit this man. Dude can figure out someone's coordinates just from a picture. This person posted a further flight saying, can you guess where I'm going? Well, I don't need to guess because I know. You were on flight SWA4456. You left Orlando at 10.57 a.m. Landed in Dallas, Texas at 12.10 p.m. You took this photo approximately nine minutes into your flight, right above Ridge Manor, Florida, at approximately 23,050 feet elevation while sitting in seat 18F. I don't know how he fucking... He, I can figure out the seat thing roughly because he could tell by where it is from the picture that he took off of the plane. But how does he know where the people on all that shit was crazy, dude? I don't know what he did. <sighs> Some uh, sad news for the victims of uh, Danny Masterson. Next video is called Conan O'Brien knew about 70s show star Danny Masterson, who was sentenced to 30 years in prison for raping two women. You'll be caught soon. You you uh, you have no accent though. You have no Long Island accent that I can discern. Not really. I've been in LA for like ten years, mm -hmm. and it just goes away naturally, right? It, it goes away naturally, and then there's also certain words that there's nothing you can do about. Like my friend Bodie Elfman, he always teases me, and he says, "Hi, my name is Danny Masterson. Would you like to touch my balls?" <laughs> you know, doing now, imitation of me because certain so words. So why you just are you can't asking people with. to do that? That's the more important question. I mean, you got them. <laughs> yeah, right, right. You know what I mean? Accent aside, everybody should grab. That's the more important thing. Exactly. Um, Wait, he's literally ask. So he's literally saying he's doing an impression of him about. Six. That's the more important question. 
Hold on. I, I got I to gotta listen to what Conan says, and then I want to listen to what Danny says. We're going to listen to this a couple of times. He says, hi, my name is Danny Masterson. Would you like to touch my balls? <laughs> you know, doing now, an imitation of me. Because certain so words why are you, you asking people to do that? That's the more important question. <laughs> I mean, you got them. <laughs> yeah, right, right. You know what I mean? Accent aside. Everybody grab. That's the more important thing. Exactly. <laughs> doing an imitation of me. So he goes, why are you asking... Why are you asking people to touch them? That like accent aside, that's the more important thing. And then where he where Danny says, "Well, you got him." He just says like the stupidest shit ever. Let's hear it. Me, because certain so words. Why are you, you just asking can't get people to do that? That's the more important question. <laughs> I mean, you got him. Yeah, right, right. You know what I mean? Accent aside, grab. that's the more important thing. Exactly. He's <laughs> like, you got him. You know, I was like, well, you. He's like, why would you ask? Well, you got him. Give him something to grab, and he goes, accent aside. He goes, why would you ask that? And he goes, yeah, exactly. Um, I've heard about you, uh, <laughs> and you'll be caught soon. I know you will. I will. That 70s show airs Wednesday night. Let's get a little. And then they just talk about the allegations. A bit of an early entertainment update and very serious stuff in the world of Hollywood to start this morning. Danny Masterson, we know him from that 70s show. Uh, ongoing. Uh, court dates that he's been having due to charges of rape from 20 years ago. Um, kind of the height and the prime of his career with that 70s show. It was from 2003. He had three charges. Now, he was tried for this back in December. Mistrial was declared. He got retried and found guilty of two charges of rape on May 31st. This was the sentencing that happened yesterday. Uh, a jury of seven women and five men found him guilty back on May 31st. The Superior Court judge sentenced Danny Masterson to 30 years to life in prison for the rape charges of two women two decades ago. Uh, there was victim impact statements. That's crazy. That's crazy. I'm glad that that's the charges, though, in America. Like, I thought, I'm glad it's not like someone leaning as fuck. Um, and again, I was going to say shout out to the victims, but, like, you know, I hope the victims get uh, the help that they need to get over that. And it's not something easy to get over, and I would assume, and, uh, and I hope that they're going to be okay. Next video, Charleston White was right, popular streamer, Aiden Ross's friend exposed him for allegedly performing satanic rituals. Reasons why they are beefing. It's just funny because Aiden Ross just literally plays the whole thing and doesn't say anything like I do on my video. And then just after that, he goes, what? And he just screams. It's kind of funny. Let's play it. This is what Aiden tried to do to me at Snag Hills, right? He tried to do some type of satanic ritual and have us sign this contract where we had to wear whips and chains. He offered, I swear to God, he offered us $150,000 and a fucking SSB chain. Me and Snake Hole is the one that declined, chat. So he had to fake like he had beef with us because the two black niggas didn't want to be slaves. He tried to get us the contracts. He offered us 150K and he wanted us to wear whips and chains for some type of dark web image to some like billionaire fuck, chat. That's what happened, chat. All right, so eight is a piece of shit. No, I'm not going to play 2K with you. Fuck you. When I see you, I'm fucking... No, no, no. When I see Naomi, I'm titty fucking them pink nipple tits. And when I see you, I'm kicking that <laughs> fucking lean back down your throat, you fat blob of shit. Kill yourself. You stinking Jew. And when I see you, you and your... His face during the whole thing is kind of funny. Uh, because when he said he's going to titty fuck his girl, uh, that's when he like perked up a little bit. 
fucking iconic dog that's in a fucking gas chamber right now, I'm gonna throw you in the gas chamber because guess what? That dog didn't deserve it, Aiden. Fuck you. What? If you guys believe this. this <laughs> All right. This next video is a uh, is a really important video for all men, women, um, mostly men because mostly men listen to my podcast, uh, and this will probably explain as to why. Um, well, it's called "Let Them All Know You Almost Lost Your Life and Aren't Afraid to Lose Them." Neuroscientist explains the worst things to do after a breakup, and this is Doctor Huberman. Uh, I love this guy. He's he's honestly helping a lot of men, including myself, especially when I listen to him and I take the cold showers and I get the sunshine in the morning. I feel so much better. Been taking probiotics. He doesn't maybe talk about that, but this is something important. I should probably listen to his podcast. Let's play it. When there's a breakup, it's exceedingly hard, especially if the person is young. Why? Because the relationship represents the whole future. They know there are other people, but it sort of feels like the whole world is, is shutting down. The brain has to think that the person is gone in time and space. This has become much harder with social media, right? Because people can check up on people, they can hear from people. In the old days, like when I was growing up, you just like took the phone off the hook or you, you diverted your attention. Now we are constantly renewing that the person is still there. And so love and the loss of love and the death grief are virtually identical. It's that motivational state. And this is why it's so hard to not reach out to somebody that you really miss and want back. I saw a study last week that had researchers asking participants to rate emotional and physical pain of a breakup. They found that women tend to be more negatively affected by breakups, reporting high levels of both physical and emotional pain. But while breakups hit women the hardest, they tended to recover more fully. Men, on the other hand, rarely fully recovered. I thought that was very interesting. I wasn't too sure what that meant. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, it also rings true with my, my experience and my observations. It's, I mean, this could relate to a number of things. And here I'm painting with a broad brush, right? You know, how comfortable one is feeling their feelings, is male or female, is going to strongly dictate how quickly one moves through grief. This is the same thing as trauma. The more willing someone is to feel the full depth and intensity of the feelings that they associate with that trauma, the more quickly they're going to move through the trauma. Uh, again, I'm lifting from Paul Conti's words, so these aren't mine, but you know, people use a number of strategies. They use distraction. They use states like, uh, they sublimate to things like anger um, and avoidance of various kinds in order to not feel the traumatic feelings or not feel the breakup. People will, you know, uh, try and self-soothe with alcohol or try and self-soothe with multiple new partners or whatever it happens to be. It doesn't work. It it's just so extends right. it because this map of space-time and closeness needs to be fractured. And the only way to do that is for the brain to have to confront the reality, which is that by breakup, they are no longer available. It's like the food on the other side of that wall is gone. It's just not there anymore. Uh, or that the food that was accessible, now there's a wall in between and you will not get through it. And you know, you can see this actually in animal studies that are kind of hard, they're actually very hard to watch. You'll see the animal perseverate, literally damage its own body trying to get through a barrier to something it's highly motivated to see. People do that post breakup. They usually do that by talking to everybody about the breakup, um, which is its own form of perseverating on the motivation. What did I do? What did I do wrong? This and that. And some of that analysis is healthy. Some of it's not. Now, why would one group be, let's just say, effective at dealing with 
breakups. It's probably the ability to really feel the full intensity of how sad it is and be able to confront that. I think from a very early age, there's a, an ability that at least I'm sure it transcends to women too, learning to pack down feelings, right? And so when are we really talking about when we're talking about pack down feelings? I'm not a psychologist, but what we learn is top down control, forebrain to autonomic control. It's the same thing like, I don't want to jump off the high dive or I don't want to do this public speaking, but I'm going to, I'm going to kind of like, I'm just going to force myself. I'm going to David Goggins it, right? Grief is, a, is an autonomic state. Uh, we say it has valence, it has negative valence, but it's high levels of autonomic arousal with a negative connotation because you can be high levels of autonomic arousal with happiness, right? You can be very alert and aroused and happy, very alert and aroused and sad. It's very alert and aroused and sad, and yet we learn how to tamp that down. What is tamping down? It's reducing our heart rate. It's going to work each day, being a functional human being. You know, there's a lot of that rather than allowing ourselves to, you know, sob uncontrollably into a pillow. Um, some people are better at this. I mean, the late Steve Jobs. Dude, the next thing he's going to say is so true. And everything he said was true. Like, you can't just... Um, I, I'm better at dealing with breakups because I wasn't good at dealing with the loss of my mom. And then I finally figured out how to deal with the loss of my mom. And then I was better at dealing with breakups and it's it's not funny uh, i was gonna say that but it's interesting that one of my ex-girlfriends uh shout out to you kim you were, you were amazing um i remember when we broke up she says that well now she's gonna she's gonna mourn and i was like mourn what and she goes our relationship and that's kind of how you have to do it if you want to get over it. It's like, well, now I don't have this in my life. I got to get over that now. And, uh, and me, I, I just kept moving forward, just went on with work, just tamped it down, as he was saying. I didn't ever deal with it. I just kept distracting myself. Uh, and I've not been so good I probably with dealing with breakups ever since then which is why I don't even like try to get into relationships anymore um I think I've made like two or three attempts probably more now that I'm th I'm just not thinking about it but it sucks man it sucks when you can't uh when you don't want to keep going through this shit and he he explains why so maybe if I can use advice like this then uh it'll let me uh open my uh open my heart up again and uh, try things out. Let's go ahead and finish this video. Was a big proponent of scream therapies. Oh, I love this. He used to go this. up into the hills behind Stanford. He actually owns some, still owns a property back there. He was really into, you know, catharsis, cathartic release of internal state that he felt would allow him to like return as a happier, nicer person. He was also. <sighs> Dude. I remember I was really uh, upset about Anthony Quinn's passing. And um, and I remember just being, I was finally able to, I, I wanted to scream. I did want to scream, but I didn't want to like interrupt or disrupt anybody. And I just remember being in a car on the highway and just fucking screaming and just yelling and getting all that energy out and then crying because you have to. 
And then I remembered that God has a plan for us all. And while I don't know the plan, it's not my place to question the plan. And then I felt better. And I did turn into a happier person. And then I had a good set after that. Because I was probably doing it on my way to comedy, which I was supposed to do tonight. Anyway. So kind of well known for screaming at people in the office. So he obviously had a lot pent up inside. Um, so I think the better that we can lean into the emotional states that we fear the most, but in a controlled way where we're not harming ourselves or other people, the better. The more that we try and avoid that and we try and sublimate or just, you know, and I've done this, so I'm speaking from experience, you know, I would use the anger or the sadness from an experience to just work 10, 10 times longer, 10 times harder to just get that much more focus. You're taking that autonomic arousal, that narrow aperture and that energy, and you're putting it onto something that moves your life forward. So in some cases that's good because you still need to function, and it give, but it can give you the, here I'll just say, it, it gave me the illusion that I was working through something because you get all the accoutrements and rewards of hard work, but what you don't do is remap that space-time closeness map. And then you find, I guarantee, you find yourself five or 10 years later wondering why you're so exhausted or why certain things in life aren't going well. And it's because when they say you haven't dealt with the loss, you never actually allowed yourself to feel the feelings. But once you do, it's like a valve, it releases. And he's so right, man. I'm trying to feel some feelings tonight, man. You know what? After this podcast and I'm making some food, I might. I might try to throw on something, some kind of throwback movie or some shit that's going to make me all in my feels and shit. Like this next video. Oh my God, I love this next video. I fucking love it. Next video is called A, Steel, a Seal Mistakenly Thought a Diver Was Drowning and Tried to Save Him. And holy shit, do I love this video. This man was diving. A seal suddenly grabbed him. Then the seal started circling around him. Unsure of what to do, the man dared not move, so he let the seal do what it wanted. Then the seal started pulling on his hat. The man thought the seal was playing with him, so he responded warmly. But the seal suddenly bit his hat. It's trying to pull him up by swinging its body. It seems the seal mistook the man for a drowning man. It's trying to carry him upstream in this way. But the man didn't understand what he was trying to do. The seal leaves the area. Soon after the seal returns to the area. It turned out that the seal knew that it couldn't save the man by itself. He had to go back and get his buddies. At this moment, the man still didn't understand what the seal meant. He simply thought that the two seals had come to play with him. Seeing that they couldn't save the man they left the area. A short while later a large group of seals appeared beside the man. It turned out that the two seals... Alright, I was getting sad on this video and I gotta call bullshit because I'm watching this video now and he's wearing two different suits. ...had called the whole family over. In order to let the man understand what they mean, the seals mimicked the action of rescuing the man. The man finally understood what the seals meant. Then he began to cooperate with the seals. He put his hands on the seals. He came to the surface, seeing that the man is safe. The seal was happy to leave. Afterwards the man was very touched, but he was also upset that he hadn't realized what the seal meant earlier. From then on, every time the man dives he's always accompanied by a baby seal. And that makes sense as to where those other videos of him in different suits. Okay. It's still a beautiful video. And it makes me feel better. Something I talked about earlier. Bill Gates is fucking flooding us with uh, genetically modified mosquitoes. It says people are coming for Bill Gates after government dropped 2.4 billion genetically modified mosquitoes in California and Florida. Let's play the video and read the text. 
Bill Gates is not a scientist or a doctor. It's from Liz Churchill. Why the hell is Bill Gates releasing mosquitoes on Americans? How much more proof do people need in order to acknowledge his diabolical schemes? Arrest Bill Gates. Then it shows a helicopter dropping mosquitoes, allegedly. Uh, and another person says, It's not a coincidence that Florida suddenly has a out, uh, malaria outbreak, right? About the time that Bill Gates releases genetically modified mosquito, engineered mosquitoes, sorry. I don't know if people can understand or simply won't make the correlation for some crazy reason, but shortly after these mosquitoes were dropped, America saw its first case of malaria since 2003. Hello, knocks on Mike. That's what she wanted to do. In the last two months, at least five people in Florida, or at least, at least five people, four in Florida and one in Texas, have been infected with malaria in the United States. The first known cases of locally acquired malaria in the country since 2003. Malaria is a serious and sometimes fatal disease caused by a parasite that is usually transferred to humans through the bites of female Anopheles mosquitoes. A vast majority of cases in the U.S. are in individuals traveling back from malaria endemic areas where they are infected. However, imported malaria cases are seen in almost every state, suggesting that health professionals need to be vigilant, asking patients about their travel histories, determining where they have traveled to malaria endemic areas. What happens, though? Do my balls hurt? Because my balls been hurting. My balls is hot. Joe Rogan, my balls is hot. All right. Next video. It's called, well, damn. Andrew Tate blasts Aiden Ross for doing drugs again and calls him... A clown and a coward, and he's right. Clown shit. By doing dumb shit. They have to do dumb shit or nobody talks about that. So that's a hedonistic path towards hell anyway. If he converted and he actually started paying attention to God and started actually trying to help the world and feeding children, if he went out there and did difficult things and learned life lessons and came back on stream and talked about what he learned, if he took actual risk and told the world about how it feels to be afraid and how it feels to be brave, if he actually went through something, he could educate people, but he's afraid. So because he's afraid and he's a coward, what else can you do but be a clown? And how do you be a clown? What do clowns do? They self-depreciate for your entertainment. They make a fool of themselves so you laugh. So why is he back on lean? For views, I guess. He may not even realize that himself. But that's why he's back on lean. He's back on lean so he has something to talk about on his fucking stupid show. And I actually like Aiden as a person, but if he's genuinely back on drugs, that's why he's done it. How many times can I try and help the guy? I've told him, go to the gym, get in fantastic shape. You're rich and young. You should be built like a, an animal. If he's not going to do that and just go back on drugs, then what, what can I do for him? And also, there's another thing that's very important. People around you are only going to care about you for so long as a man until you give up. Yeah. I'll tell you about me as a person. If I drive down the road and someone comes up to my car begging for money, if they're an old lady, I give them money. If they're a lady, I give them money. If you're a young man and you ask me for money, no. <laughs> yeah. Get a job. Yeah. You're a dude. There's not a reason good enough that you're here. Yeah, completely. There's no reason why you can't make some money without begging because you're a man. You could carry bricks. Do something. Yeah. Women get away with that stuff. Old people can get away with it. But if you're a young military age man, there's no excuse for this shit. Absolutely no excuse. And he's kind of right. He's kind of right. I'm not playing this next video. It was creepy as fuck. You should watch it yourself. It goes, oh, hell nah. Imagine going downstairs after being woken up in the middle of the night and you see this. I'm getting chills just thinking about it. It just, it, somebody is like hitting the glass. It just keeps on hitting the glass. And then he turns on the light and then there's nothing there. But then he turns off the light and he walks away and somebody starts hitting on the glass again. And then he sees like a shadowy figure just sitting down 
in his in his room, and I'm 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 fucking getting chills thinking about it. I don't want to think about it anymore. Next video. Unacceptable. Do y'all strip the beds at hotels and Airbnbs before laying in them? Question mark. Well, this the reason why you should. There's a lot of fucking. There's just literally four beds that they show in this video, and they just keep going back and forth and talking about how dirty it is. But they're at an Airbnb, and and it's just bloody, piss-filled mattresses. And it's gross. Next video. This shit's hilarious. I would love to do this shit to one of my friends. I'm going to do this to you, Mark, one day. Mark, Dr. Kirk, I'm going to do this to you. Vegan gets tricked into eating real meat. Manny, let's do this to Mark. Bro, I can't eat burgers, bro. You know I'm vegan. No, 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 no. It's it's vegan. Oh, it's vegan? Yes. This smells so good, dude. Thank you. The egg and everything, too? Dude, vegan eggs. You're sure it's vegan? Yes, 100% sure. I'm going to take a bite. Holy shit! Yup. Mmm. This is the best burger I've ever fucking had. Like, like deadass, you would never think that it's fake meat. Fake meat? What are you talking about? You would never think it's fake meat. No, dude, it's real meat. It's, it's just vegan. How is it real meat if it's vegan? Like, the meat is vegan. That's real meat, dude. It's vegan meat. What, what do you think vegan means? Like the cows be eating the grass and shit. Right? No, that's grass fed, you idiot. Are you fucking dumb? Uh, who would have fucking knew? That's what vegan means? Uh, that shit was good. You even said it yourself. That he's right, man. Because it is good. You just have to have the regular, the real shit, the grass fed. Uh Next video is just kind of hilarious. You kind of have to watch this one yourself, but because don't don't get caught slacking like this. Buddy got caught red-handed, uh, and he's just like this girl. This guy's walking with this girl, and she got a big old ass. And then this other guy's just walking by, and he passes him. Uh, let's play. And then the guy turns to look, and he goes, and in this moment. This guy got his got scared by an umbrella because he knew, and he's smiling, and he's smiling. So he knew the guy walking with the big butt chick knew the guy was gonna turn around and look, and just in case he did, he pulled out the fucking umbrella to like, nah, you ain't doing that. And it scared the guy because like, oh shit, motherfucker, damn. It was good. It was good. Yo, some of y'all need to use this. I might even try this shit one day. Clout Chasers. The next video is called Clout Chasers. Man uses fake live stream numbers to fool people into thinking he's famous. Dude, check this shit out. It's called Parallel Live, by the way. I'm in an app that makes it look like you're live streaming with tens of thousands of people watching and see how people might treat you differently when they think you're famous. The app uses artificial intelligence to generate comments based on whatever the camera sees and hears. Yes, they say you're cute, definitely. 
Word got out that I was famous and people started filming me. This made the first girl mad and started grabbing on me. Even with a girl on me, people still kept coming up to me asking if they could be in my live stream. This was insane. I then went to a club where the manager saw how many viewers I had on a live stream and invited me to the VIP section. I set my live to 42,000 viewers and like a wild Charizard, this rare beauty appeared. We then started turning up on the dance floor. I felt like I was in a movie. If you want to experience what it's like to be famous, where everyone wants to be around you, check out my app, Parallel Live. <laughs> Yo, what if half the people online are already using some version of this? That's fucking crazy, dude. Oh my god. This is the next video. You don't have to even watch it, but it goes, Bro's doing side missions now. Kanye West crashes a random couple's wedding while at Italy. And yeah, he just literally walks in there and he goes, You want a picture with me? I'll just stand awkwardly next to you guys. And like he he doesn't say that, but he just does that. Anyway, this is why I thought about buying a house in Puerto Rico. Uh, next video is called Keeping It Real. Jeezy speaks on why he doesn't buy watches, cars, or chains anymore. If I do something great for myself and I accomplish a goal, I'm going to go buy a property, right? I'm not going to go buy no more cars. I'm not going to buy no more watches. I ain't buying no more chains. I ain't buying none of that shit. I'm buying some property. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? And there's, there's nothing more than when people see you and see your exterior and they sitting in these rooms with you. And for you to just walk outside and say, you know what? I own this whole street. I own this whole block. There's no bigger flex than that. There's no bigger flex. <laughs> if it all go wrong, I got somewhere to stay. I'll tell you that shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he's not lying too about that. I remember one day, um, we got invited to somebody's birthday party in New York City. And we were at a rooftop bar in new york city and i'm out here trying to flex on motherfuckers in my oversized suit i have a t-shirt on underneath because i'm trying to hide my fat and uh and i just remember i had no money and i had just taken a real estate course and i'm out here trying to flex on people like i'm a motherfucking real estate expert i'm like i own that building i own that building i'm closing on that building like i don't even know where these fucking buildings are that was the most hilarious thing oh my god and it's like obviously if you own these buildings you're not gonna be right here you dumb fucking liar piece of shit you're too young too idiot oh all right, next video. This is more of the, the same thing. Y'all believe in preview of Tucker Carlson's interview with a man who claims he had sex with former President Barack Obama in 1999. Oh, I got to restart it. Just a guy who's in town for the night, and it sounds like you're looking to party. Yeah. Pulled up in a bar outside, and there's this guy that's introduced to me as Barack Obama. I had given Barack $250 to pay for Coke. I start putting a line on a CD tray to snort, and next thing I know, he's got a little pipe and he's smoking. So I just started rubbing my hand along his thigh to see where it was going, and it went the direction I had intended it to go. Even though you had sex with him twice, you did cocaine with him, watched him smoke crack twice. You had no idea who he was. I had no idea who he was. Let me just ask the obvious question. What was Obama like on crack? Um, is it your sense that that's who Obama is, just transactional, or that he's bisexual, or like, what is this? It definitely wasn't Barack's first time, and I would almost be willing to bet you it wasn't as long. 
<laughs> guy's running for president and credible information comes out that he's smoking crack and having sex with dudes. That seems like a story. Well, it would be a story if the media really cared about telling people the truth. All right, now I got to check out Tucker on X. I got to see this fucking interview. I got to check out this interview. What the hell? The U.S. dollar's down. Oh, never mind. Fucking piece of shit news thing. Maryland police officers getting some action on duty is now suspended after more videos surface. It's just a lot of videos of this guy just getting freaky with some women. That last video was pretty much the video I should have ended on, right? Yeah, that's pretty much it. So, yeah, man. By the way, uh, if anybody's like, oh, you like to listen to conspiracies. You know what a conspiracy is? A conspiracy means to conspire. And if anybody thinks that people are not conspiring against us, well, I'd like to I'd like to sell you some land that I don't own in Manhattan. How about that, my friend? Anyway, that's the podcast. Hope that was a fun one for you too. It was fun for me. Um, mom, 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 mom. So the intro song was called Big Brother. The outro song is going to be Central Pay by J. Cole once I get ready. And hopefully it isn't going to be too loud. Let's lower that just in case. Grown up to smoke my sins away. I'd like to go to Central Pay. Maybe I'll go, maybe I'll stay. Maybe I'll stay. She asked me if I'm scared to fight. To tell the truth, I'm terrified. I never been there high before. Remember, we're not trying to get demonetized, right, guys? Very bad reason not to go. That's why I can't really pause for too long. Terrible reason not to go. So why do I feel? I feel like this about me. Ready? He's on his way. He's about to get paid. He's on his way to Hollywood. Inshallah. He's on his way. He's about to get paid. He's on his way to Hollywood. If God finds it right. He's on the way. He's about to get paid. He's on his way to Hollywood. He's on the way. He's about to get paid. He's on his way to Hollywood. And this is also pretty true, right? And from the door, I showed you my scars, and I told you, girl, I won't lie. If we had walls, then this is a wall that I can't afford. No, why? I wanted more, but that was before. Lord knows I'm torn. So I, I cry from the corners of my eye. Baby, it's been hard for me to smile. Why? That's just vibing with me, right? Lately, it's been hard for me to smile. Why, though? Lately, it's been hard for me to smile. Because I got to deal with loss and suffering and, and, and exes. And move on and move forward. That's pretty much it. I hope you all love on each other. And I will see y'all next week, my brothers and sisters and everybody else. That's pretty much the, that's all I wanted to play in that song. Right? So let's fade that out. And guys, I love you all. I'll see you next week, inshallah, God willing. And uh, I love you. And uh, peace.